this is uh, Khalid Ali. I'm the screening room editor. Uh, screening room is the film section in Medical Humanities BMJ Journal. And I'm reporting today from the postgraduate Medical Humanities Conference in Exeter. I'm very uh, pleased and honoured to have with me here Dr. James Fallon, who's a, a specialist registrar uh, in uh, psychiatry in the Cancer and Sussex Deanery. James, thank you very much for agreeing to do this podcast interview for Medical Humanities. And I would like you first to introduce yourself and tell us uh, what brought you today to Exeter for this exciting conference. Uh, thank you. Well, as you said, I'm James Fallon and I do work in psychiatry and I work mostly in Brighton uh, with a special interest in substance misuse but also in medical education and medical humanities and I've come to this conference today to present a paper that I uh, have been working on for about eight months now on working with some of our doctors in training Uh, That's a combination of foundation, GP trainees and psychiatry core trainees uh, looking at integrating medical humanities with a session on their weekly academic programme. And that's what I was doing, was coming and presenting that. Uh, Thank you very much, James. Can you give me a a bit about the bigger picture of uh, where medical humanities sit in the context of your work? Yeah, that's interesting. I suppose that uh, a lot of what's happening with medical humanities and what I've seen is largely on a, a voluntary basis. And I think in uh, many ways that's that's right. For medical students, there's lots of things being put into place for them at medical school and has been for years. But at a postgraduate level, we're pretty time poor. And because of this, I wanted to see if there was a way to fit it into an academic programme and I'm still keeping it voluntary. I mean, people can give something that's not humanities-related uh, during their session. But I wanted to get that sense of the ability and the availability of it uh, to do over a 12-week period as people rotate through. Uh, so I suppose it's, it's just enhancing their opportunity to get involved with humanities. Uh, thank you, James. Can you give me a bit more details about the structure and context of these sessions, about how often, who turned up to these sessions and how you prepared for them? Give me some more examples, real-life examples of what happened in some of those sessions. Okay, so with each rotation of new doctors, uh, they are given a week that they will present at, and I ask them to pick a topic of their own and there are only two restrictions on this. Uh, The first one was that it had to be related to psychiatry or to uh, wider issues in the NHS and the second one was that it had to be something that got them interested and excited so that they could share that enthusiasm with the group and I suggested that they couple this with something to spark the discussion and that's where the humanities material came in so we had things that were from print media from uh, films from art all kinds of things would come into that session and people really got much more enthusiastic about it uh, than I was expecting actually there was very little work on my part that was needed to get people energized about discussing issues that have been brought up by these uh, pieces of material that they brought in and largely I'd say that we had ethical discussions about what was brought up in these uh, each of these things. To give you uh, some examples of this, uh, I suppose that my favourite sessions, there were two, one of them where 
uh, one of the trainees had brought in things that had been created by the patients uh, that she'd met along her way and these were patients uh, who either had written a reflective account of what was happening with their own experience whilst they're unwell or creative pieces that they'd written whilst they were actively unwell and we had a chance to reflect back what they meant to us as clinicians what they meant in wider society and also what it was that they meant to the patient and we had a a chance to re-examine our own beliefs and kind of attitudes towards our patients with this uh, you know stuff they generated themselves the other one that I really uh, liked was one on films and psychiatry which really through the clips that have been chosen gave us a chance to look at how mental health is represented in uh, films mainstream films uh, and the failures of that in many cases Uh, and it also uh, gave us a chance to uh, think about what films were putting out as the message about us as doctors and similarly the message they're putting out against people who suffer from mental illnesses and I think we often found that it was pretty unsatisfactory the message that Hollywood at least was putting out there. Any particular examples that you'd like to share with us either positive or negative ones uh, from uh, any feature films or documentaries that you'd like to share with us? Yeah I think I would pick for that uh, an example from the film about Schmidt starring Jack Nicholson which we largely felt was a representative kind of sense of that isolation that precipitates and uh, perpetuates the depressive episode but we also felt it was somewhat spoiled by a moment at the end of the film when a single event changes his character's perspective uh, makes things all right and I think all of the doctors there were frustrated at Hollywood's need for a happy ending and resolution and we did wonder again if mainstream cinema could ever tolerate the messiness and the greyness that comes with psychiatric disorders with their often lack of resolution and our own redefinition of therapeutic success. Thank you. I, th- I think that brings me to, to another question about the, the messiness of real life and, and what we're trying to engage with our students and communicate. Uh, did you veto any of the material that was uh, brought along by the students or uh, if you did not veto anything a very uh, democratic was there any uh, sessions that you particularly did not engage with or the students f- found them less engaging uh, i would say i didn't veto anything i mean it was all open uh, one session that was on uh, asylum seekers and the right to treatment generated a lot of discussion uh, and some hot debate about uh, whether we could, uh, uh, you know, about the rights and the wrongs of providing treatment to non-UK residents. But I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that was a positive that it generated that discussion. And that was actually followed up with a following session that someone did on health economics, which put the issue into a reality that I think most of us hadn't really thought about. So no vetoing from me and I don't think that I I would in the future were there ones that I didn't engage so much with well I think there was you know one or two that went back to a traditional journal club format and it wasn't that I didn't engage with it it just didn't hold my interest quite as much and perhaps that's just my over familiarity with journal clubs from my training 
Thank you. That, that was very genuine and very honest. Now, what will be the next steps? My next step will be just to carry on. And uh, I mentioned in my paper that it's a process of refinement uh, with each new rotation of doctors. And it seems to get a bit better and flow a bit easier. And the discussion starts a bit earlier in the sessions with each group of doctors. The other thing that's come up from this conference is about the idea of getting humanities researchers involved and that's something that I'll be looking at in the future to see if there's some new things that they can add to this. Uh, thank you very much James and that brings me to to, to uh, clear to, to James and, and, and other uh, people who might be listening to this podcast that we are at Medical Humanities BMJ Journal would like to invite uh, people, healthcare professionals, academics, non-academics, scholars to uh, contribute their research works, uh, essays, uh, case studies to submit to Medical Humanities Journal. Uh, thank you very much, James, for, for this uh, interview. It's been a real pleasure, and hopefully we can catch up again soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.